to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I am Alexa, and with me is my amazing co-host, Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. (laughs) What's up? I really can't decide if I'm going to call you Ambrosia or Ambie now. It's interchangeable. It's okay. It's interchangeable. (laughs) I'm making the shift, making the shift, making the shift. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, we are so excited because today we have a very special guest on the show, Sonia Sophia herself. Um, Sonia Sophia is the founder of the Sophia School of Living Arts, the host of the World Tapping Circle, and is an emotional freedom techniques master whose mission is to help humanity heal. She's in two major films, is a co-host of the popular Positive Head podcast, and is an icon of the Burning Man community where she's shown over 30,000 people how to run the energy of love through their meridians to create physical, emotional, and spiritual resiliency. Hi, Sonia. Welcome to the show. Hi, sweetheart. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor. And as I mentioned to you before, uh, you are mentioned on like almost every episode of the show because I referenced the EFT training that I did with you um, because it was just such a huge catalyst for me. So um, I'm happy to have you here in the flesh. (laughs) Thank you. It's a privilege to be here and my how you've grown. This is so exciting to be your tapping mama and see you Um, you know, going from that process of like sitting there and tapping and crying and shaking and sweating and commanding yourself to grow and then watch you pop into action and, and move it forward and then turn around and be like, okay, I've got the door open. Who else wants to come through? So that's so exciting. And I just want to say to all you beautiful women listening out there that each of us has this within us. And all you need to do is invest in yourself to take the time to sit down and to get right with yourself. And as you continue to align, you'll you'll be so um, amazed at what you can do and how many people's lives you can influence in a positive direction. Mm. Mm. Love that. And it's so true. I mean, tapping... You know, I, I, I often say about it, like, I didn't even realize I was looking for it until, you know, everything transpired and you and I connected. And then suddenly I was like, whoa, this is everything I've been looking for. Um, and it's just such an amazing tool to be able to have um, to apply to anything going through any sort of shift or change or, um, you know, upgrade and up leveling in your life that you're trying to um, make. So, so excited to have you here to talk about it. Um, we're going to do – you're going to lead us through a tap. 
towards the end, but why don't, you know, just for people who are not familiar with you yet and are not familiar with tapping yet, would you mind um, just giving a little bit of your background, um, your mm-hmm. story, and, and, and how you got to where you are now? Sure. Well, I just want to respond to the first thing you said because the way I came to tapping was um, similar to you in that I knew I was looking for something and I needed relief. I didn't know what it was exactly that I needed because I did many of the things that you probably have done as well and that many of our listeners do. Um, yoga, I uh, started there. And then I went to a static dance and started to realize, um, you know, one day at dance, I realized, like, I don't breathe while I'm dancing. <laughs> and it was at the end of dance. And there's this moment I was laying on the floor and I was holding my breath. And I thought, why am I afraid to breathe? And the answer was because I'm afraid someone will know that I'm having a feeling. Mm. And then I said, why am I afraid that someone will know I'm having a feeling? And the answer was because then I'll know I'm having a feeling. Mm. Wow. I was like, oh, gosh. Okay. So I came from a state of chronic depression. I was chronically depressed you know four to five days a week like in bed as much of the day as I could because life was so overwhelming and painful for me I worked maybe four hours a week because that's all I could get my head together for I numbed myself in different ways with alcohol tobacco disruptive dramatic relationships um I obsessed about how I looked and didn't really feel worthy of love. I had this deep burning desire to change the world, but felt so far from having the capacity or the bandwidth or even the ability to like figure out the technology that might be involved to get a website or make a business card or put out a flyer or, um, I wanted to teach and I, I found through my meditation practice, which I had been doing, you know, for 10 years of deep, deep, real serious meditation, meditating anywhere from 20 minutes to three hours a day. Um, I'd read a library of self care books and self help books and goddess related books. And all of them informed me and taught me things. I kept an altar I used tarot cards, I lit candles, I created circles of protection, I studied and practiced Wicca, I went to groups where we did art therapy and dance therapy, and gosh, I did cleanses, and (laughs) (laughs) I wore chakra colors, and I used talismans and amulets and angel cards, and I mean, all of it, right? So, and I was still so broken. And I was angry at yoga because after 10 years of practicing, I wasn't at peace with myself. I just was better at being uncomfortable and my body was in better shape and I was more flexible, but it didn't clear my crazy. And I was just like, okay, I don't know how to uh, help people. I was doing energy work with people. I was doing body work with people. I was very gifted as an empath, very psychic. I uh, had a kundalini awakening that uh, I practiced, uh, allowing this energy to move through me and teach me and inform me. And all of those foundational practices, once I found the tool of EFT, 
suddenly went quantum. Suddenly I could meditate for three hours without moving or feeling pain and have massive spiritual experiences uh, without being on a drug. Suddenly I could understand what ritual actually was supposed to do instead of seeing like, okay, I put the purple candle here and put a crystal there and I'm supposed to say this and then it's on the moon and did I light the thing and do I have a flower? Like, it <laughs> get what it was and now it's so easy to understand it's like oh these are symbols that embody parts of my consciousness that I'm curating and holding and ways of becoming and ways of honoring and ways of releasing and I can do any form of that that I want to it's not really about what the recipe in the book says it's not about a spiritual tradition it's about me mm. And it's about what kind of presence and love I'm willing to put on myself and these parts of myself and these symbols are helping me remember to do that. And when I spend time here, I'm nurturing me and I'm cultivating me with my own love. And that is divine love. I was like, okay. So tapping cleaned up the insecurity in my head that was clogging my ability to give my love and to finish downloading my purpose and then do all those awkward and painful steps to fulfilling my purpose. And, you know, I learned it off the internet, much like I'm teaching now, only they didn't have very good systems of teaching it um, 13 years ago. Uh, it was just some really, you know, lamely put together CDs that had nothing to do with like the spiritual aspect of evolving, but because I'd put so much time and energy into these other practices that I've just described um, and doing the exercises in these books and, you know, studying in this way, going to seminars and workshops, um, I recognized DFT for what it really was, at least to me, it's a spiritual development tool. Mm. And once I started putting it in the areas that I had already been turning my attention to, um, into my prayer, into my meditation, into the fears, into the past life memories, into um, emotional pain from my childhood, all that stuff started to move out of my nervous system and the only thing left was me. And... What I notice is that EFT, um, also called tapping for those of you who don't know, um, goes in and starts to delete painful files and clean up fear and trauma and change the conditioning that every single person has inherited. And women in particular tend to absorb other people's emotional pain. We carry it for our mothers partially because we get memory and passed on, we get long-term memory passed on genetically through being an egg inside of your mother when she's inside of her mother. Mm. So the little baby person who's going to be your mom has all of her eggs in her when she's born. Mm. And those eggs are coded with your grandmother's information so that that child comes in understanding where they're at in the lineage what to watch out for, what to be afraid of, who to trust, and instinctually takes that from the female line. She gets the information from the sperm about what's happened since the last ejaculation occurred. So it's up to date, like, oh, the weather's like this, 
This is what food is in season right now. This is the emotional condition of the moment that we're coming into. And so you're getting kind of the update, latest information from the sperm and the long-term memory from the egg. And you're born with that. And then you've also got the stuff that you come in as a soul that you're committed to helping pull that thread through on the behalf of the human condition as a soul who's dipping in and out of incarnations through time to work a thread through because you've decided that this is important. So that all is there at birth. And then you get banged around by whatever experiences you have as a child. And you're just absorbing other people's feelings, thoughts, the environment, the, what you're being taught in school, you know, and, and all of that happened to me. So it made it very difficult to function. And I think so many people, uh, especially women, are struggling with the exact same scenario. Um, you know, that you're getting all this stuff from the media and from billboards, magazines, TV, radio, music, social media. And then uh, you're like, okay, good luck with that. Have a good day. Go function. Go bring your love to the world. Like, <laughs> so what do you do besides numb yourself distract yourself busy yourself taking care of other people because that's easier you can get you can feel good when you serve love you take care of kids you take care of friends you take care of um, lovers or parents or pets but there's this huge reservoir of ache and pain and self-hatred and self-esteem and body image and this feeling of um, culturally about being disempowered as the female because women, you know, we were, we're sort of like the, the last slave class mm -hmm. in, in every society. The women are at the bottom of the food chain. And so for us to be fighting for our rights to be seen as human and equal and valuable. And I look around and I see women and it's like, who makes this world go? It's the women, you know, we, we make the babies, we make the food, we make most of the purchasing decisions for the household. We make things beautiful. Um, we nurture other human beings. So we're actually making society by the way we train our children and the way we talk to our children and how much love and attention we put into our children. Um, you know, we are a huge part of what makes this world work and maybe the dominant part of what makes this world work in a say a quiet behind the scenes way and you know I think that the benefit of this podcast is to help women feel more empowered to take on that backlog of information and say okay other than feeling crushed by it or making these awkward workarounds let's go get some surgery and fix our bodies and let's you know, try to wear clothes that make us look this way or that way, or let's, you know, put on all this makeup to change our appearance. And let's, you know, find a subtle way to tell someone the truth so their egos don't get pinged. And, you know, it's like, how do we stop doing workarounds and just start moving the, our massive spirits forward unapologetically without going into the abuse patterns that have been perpetrated on us? Uh, giving our sons and our daughters a sense of feeling equal and valuable, even if they're different in the way that they express themselves. And, you know, let create a place of peace and 
and healing that keeps this trauma from rolling downhill to another generation. And that's why I'm so excited to work with women. And in this year, a lot of my focus is going to be working directly with women. Um, I've never done all women retreats before, even though women are like, uh, we're the ones that want to do this work. You know, let's say 80% of the people who come to the World Tapping Circle are women. And we love our men who come, but they have to be willing to embrace the part of them that feels more vulnerable. You know, and as the new male uh, is birthed through society, like backing off the idea of what it means to be a man, uh, the new male is like, oh, I have feelings. They actually are really important. I have as many feelings as a woman does. I need access to my feelings to be whole. You know, I need a way to process my feelings so that I can download my soul and do what I came here to do and do it with heart and do it with resonance and do it with commitment and do it with compassion and do it in a merciful, honorable way to be able to have your moral compass set uh, at a deep and productive level. You have to have your heart available and on. You have to know the impact of your actions. Can't do this ruthless heartless thing and think great things are going to come out of it for anybody, including the men. They're suffering from that as well. So um, I don't, I'm very passionate about the healing of humanity. That's my goal. And that may seem like a very big goal, but um, I'm a mom. So I'm here to nurture and sustain and bring life and to give life and having a child made me realize that uh, every single person is going through the same process of becoming and growing and needs basically the same stuff, even though we express differently. We need love. We need attention. We need to be able to express ourselves. We need a balanced lifestyle where we have time for rest and reflection and inner work as well as a place to put our productive, creative, super-powered energy focus and move things. Um, we need, you know, basic things like uh, community and clean air and fresh water and sunshine and exercise. These are all things that transcend gender and race and even location. Mm. So... Uh, my goal is to teach each person uh, to be able to process what's happened inside of them, what they're carrying from the family lineage, and then to get right with themselves in, in terms of who they are as a soul and how they're designed. Because each of us has this beautiful, unique way of bringing the spiritual light of creation into physical form through our actions, through our words, through our um, creative projects, through our work, through our families, through the way we wear our clothes, through what we design, and through where we put our attention and time. That's <laughs> beautiful. Um, and just so many points hit home there. Um, and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, thank you so it's much. It's interesting because I'm actually like physically shaking as you talk mm -hmm. about it because it's mm -hmm. so impactful to me. Like, 
the way that you're saying it. And actually, I want to personally thank you because tapping with Alexa and a few other people um, that you have taught has literally changed my family's life. I'm going to get emotional. Um, My husband used to have like real anger issues and um, he did a couple tapping sessions and I remember uh, I came downstairs and I don't even remember what I said to him, but it was something along the lines of like, why aren't the dishes done or or something like that. And um, he was like, why are you so mad? And I'm like, because I want the dishes done or something along those lines. And he just looked at me, which is so abnormal. And he was like, I understand. I have control issues too. And I get angry when people don't do what I want them to do. And I was just like, whoa, who is this guy? (laughs) Who is this man that this is not my husband? And a lot of things came to the surface that he had been like really holding on to. And it's literally changed our dynamic in our home. And and my daughter, um, we taught her tapping too. And so when she gets upset, I say, push on your magic buttons, push on your magic buttons. And Sometimes she does it, sometimes she doesn't, but it's really helped her with her anxiety and it's really helped her be able to process what's going on a little bit easier. So I just want to say personally, thank you so much. Mm. This, this is why I do it. And thank you for telling me. It's, <laughs> you know, to take my own struggles and my own pain. And I was suicidal. I was at the bottom um, of the barrel being like, I don't know what to do. I've tried all the stuff. I read the books. I did all the things. I smoked the stuff and drank the stuff and what's going to fix this? Maybe it's just too late, you know, and it's just like life sucks and then you die. And, and then I uh, prayed a prayer and said, don't give me what I want. Give me what I need. And I found this. And when I started aiming it at the early childhood stuff and really, really deep rooted patterns in my family and my family history, and then deeply into past life stuff, which sounds weird, but I do believe it really affects people. Um, and all that is, is unresolved emotional trauma that didn't get cleared up before you left your body. So you just took it with you into your next lifetime and try it again, you know? Mm. Um, but it, re- it responds to tapping the same way something from your childhood would or something from last week or this morning would. And all we're doing, it's so simple. And that's what I love uh, because it sounds like it's too good to be true. Like how can one tool deliver all of that when all these other amazing processes didn't get me all the way through? Um, and like I said, they informed me, they taught me, they showed me things and but it didn't resolve it. And the resolving means the memory and the trauma has to come out of the body. It comes out of the cell, comes out of the DNA pattern. It changes the way your genes express. That information comes out of the system. And all we're doing is taking compassion and empathy, loving attention, and touching the places in our nervous system, in our neural networks that still contain the the corrupt file. It's a very simple process. It's so simple, as a matter of fact, that I'm going to lead everyone here in a minute or two through a little sample session so you can begin to feel it working. And it's uh, easy. 
even children can do it, like you said. Mm-hmm. And you don't need batteries. You don't need, you know, like an ongoing supplement subscription. You don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year um, getting someone to do it with you or for you. Of course, you can go a uh, private session route, which is awesome and helpful. I prefer to empower people to learn how to do it for themselves and to find really economical ways. Because when I was a single mom and I was on welfare and I was freaked out and very incapacitated, I couldn't have afforded sessions uh, with a trained practitioner that costs hundreds of dollars a piece. There's no way. And I needed tons of tapping time. So what I did is I thought if I survive, I'm going to go back and put up a handrail for other people like me who don't have a lot of money, don't have a lot of time because moms are really busy and people who work are really busy. I didn't want to have to drive across town, find a parking place, um, you know, recover for hours after my therapy. I was like, I need to do something that when my kids are in bed, you know, or kid is in bed. Uh, or when my husband's gone and I have 30 minutes or an hour here and there, something I can do in the car or in a park. Uh, and I created that. I raised a million and a half dollars. I found out from doing my taxes <laughs> that that's how much I've invested in creating the World Tapping Circle. I was like, wow, I've done that since 2014. And spent five years testing it to make sure that uh, before I put it big, big into the world, that it actually worked, that I knew from people like you and saw that it would do what I thought it would do and what I um, was told it would do through meditation. Mm -hmm. Spirit taught me how to lead in the way that I do and told me it would change my life in the world, and it is. So, you know, now people are able to use a very inexpensive subscription to get live tapping circle access where they're tapping along for an hour a week on whatever issues they have in the privacy of their own home from a cell phone or from a laptop. And suddenly you're doing more therapy with yourself than you might've done for in years of traditional talk therapy and you're moving mountains. So it's, you know, a huge relief to me that it works. And now I'm taking it to the masses and scaling it and scaling it because I have great confidence in the fact that not only does it work, but people can deal with the intensity of it. Because like you said, you know, just hearing me talk, your body starts to shake. Well, what's shaking is the truth inside you is starting to ring like a bell and everything that's not aligned with it wants to shift And as you begin tapping on your meridians with your fingertips, you're stimulating the current in your body through the electrical circuits, the same ones that the acupuncturist uses. And instead of putting a needle in it, you're gently percussively tapping on it and letting your body to start to ring like a bell or a drum. And you're just going dink, 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 dink. And the body starts to jiggle. So like if you took your finger and you tapped very lightly on a glass of water, just on the outside of the glass, No matter how lightly you're tapping, all of the water is going to start to vibrate. It's going to move and you'll see it moving. So even though it's a very gentle process with the tapping, um, your body, because it's water, 
um, well, that information will start to go everywhere at once. So wherever this information is stored, whether it's uh, the rough touch of someone, of a lover that left like a weird energetic tracer on your breast or on your thigh or, um, you know, the feeling in your neck when you turned and you saw something you didn't want to see and that memory got stored in your neck. Um, or your eyes or your face, you know, it comes out of your body. So we tap on the body with our fingertips. We breathe and let ourselves relax. We acknowledge the experience we're having. It's just like a little tiny thread hanging out. It's like, oh, I feel uncomfortable or I feel anxious or I feel tired or I feel annoyed or I feel afraid. We don't maybe know what it's related to, but as we acknowledge that, we touch the edge of that thread and then as we start to jiggle that thread, it starts to come loose. And it's like, oh, this anger, it's associated with this. Oh, and it came from there. And okay, oh my gosh. It's opening up this whole other thing. It's like, well, yeah, that it, the, it didn't create the whole other thing. It's the whole other thing has been there the whole time. And it's presenting on the surface daily looking for attention. And it, it's going to keep flashing like hey put attention here put attention here in an effort to be healed so when you stop and you're like okay fine what i'm gonna do this awkward move of turning around and facing myself fine i'm gonna book an hour for myself you go in and you pull all that stuff out of your nervous system and it starts to disintegrate and then all the energy that was entangled in it in denial in self-sabotage patterns in coping strategies in embarrassment in cover-ups in lies in habits addictions all of that energy starts to unravel and pretty soon you're like oh my gosh I don't do those things anymore because the thing I was trying to hide from myself is gone so all that energy is freed up your IQ enhances your physical body has energy to repair itself. You're, you have more attention and focus for the loving relationships that you're cultivating. Your work improves because you're not like sad and distracted and angry and out of focus because your brain is not distracted with trying to keep this stuff hidden. You know, it's just amazing how much more physically, emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, and spiritually powerful we become when we take the trauma and the stress and the fear out of our body. Mm -hmm. I am am so at peace right now. I've had like the most tumultuous feeling week. And just like Ambi said, just listening to you talk is just putting me so – it's like I remember when we were in – training, you were like, one day you're going to be able to tap without tapping, just with your Mm -hmm. mind. And I feel like somehow that's (laughs) happening right now. Um, But also just just to piggyback on that a little bit, I remember one of the most amazing things to me about tapping, which I um, first witnessed at the retreat where I was being trained by you, was um, it was like the evidence of what was happening was seeing the physical change in somebody's face after they have released some huge trauma, like literally people look different. Like Mm -hmm. their 
entire appearance changes and you start to realize, wow, like just exactly as you were describing, how much energy these traumas and these negative emotions and these limiting beliefs and all of this and these fears, how much energy that requires to keep up and how much energy is freed when we, you know, when we, like you said, turn to face them and confront them and then allow them to be released and seeing the physical changes, not only other people, but then in myself was like the, um, in addition to the way that I felt, obviously, because I, I mean, after, you know, just a couple of sessions and, you know, being at the uh, training, I mean, I, I just remember I was feeling so relaxed and so, um, just like I was floating after a while. Um, but just seeing that physical change, it was like, wow, something is really happening here. You mm-hmm. know, It's true. I see years fall off of people's faces mm-hmm. and I see wrinkles disappear. Um, mostly because what's wrinkling us isn't the surface of our skin. It's the fascia underneath the skin that the skin is laying on. The fascia is controlled by our muscles. And the way we move our faces or the way we don't move our faces because we are keeping a poker face on or we are keeping a scowl on. Um, We are going to keep a face face of anger or sadness or mistrust because we aren't experiencing the emotions of open and happy and joy and trust uh, enough. So our faces kind of freeze in the, the way that we use them the most. And our faces are a vehicle of expression, right? When we can't see someone's face, we have to really say, oh, I I really need to hear your voice because we express so much visually through our faces. So when we change how we're feeling and what we're thinking, it shows up on our faces differently. And our face, even if it was like permanently like Charlie horsed into a scowl, (laughs) uh, it undoes itself. And suddenly that fascia, which carries information, the fascia is like a liquid crystal. Um, And along with um, neurons, the uh, information system of the body, and this is interesting because the meridians run through the fascia. Um, It moves electricity and information super, super fast faster than your brain can connect to that part of your body. The fascia puts it there instantly. And it's the biggest organ in the human body. It covers every tissue. Um, If you've ever uh, like cooked a chicken or skinned a chicken before you cooked it, when you peel the skin off, there's this kind of white stringy stuff that connects the skin to the the meat. Mm. That's the fascia. And that's this crystalline structure that is carrying information. So when I tell myself that I don't have to keep feeling mistrustful because my father hit me, which he did, and I clear that, my face stops looking afraid and sad and angry. And it pops back open. The fascia gets the information. The skin on the surface changes and lays smooth. Mm. And looks younger. And the light comes back into your eyes. You know, I was an abused child. um, And my stepfather used to hit me when my mom wasn't around and yell and scare me. And um, 
eventually her finding out about that is what ended their marriage. But I remember feeling the difference in myself the day before a violent episode and then what happened after and how I wasn't able to access myself in the same way after the trauma. I could actually feel my brain getting less functional. I could feel my light dimming. And I was studying the effects of child abuse while it was happening. So I actually got so fascinated by this that I went and started finding books at the library and researching child abuse and writing research papers on it when I was like, you know, 10, 11, 12. Um to try to understand. And there wasn't a lot of information at the time because the idea was like, spare the rod, spoil the child. You know, there was a lot of pro hitting kids Mm -hmm. still coming out of the forties and the fifties. And I was a product of the late sixties. So it was pretty established that you can smack kids around and they don't remember and it doesn't do anything to them. And, and yet children have no filters. So everything that happens to kids does something to them. Mm-hmm. And in the tapping process, you'll find that even the smallest memories may have had quite an impact and you can reverse them in minutes. So tapping on your body with your fingers, uh, acknowledging your emotional state or your mental state or your physical sensations like a headache, um, breathing, and then saying to yourself, I accept this for now. I'm open to loving and accepting myself just like this. Even with this going on, it's okay. You start being the the good parent that maybe you didn't have. Or maybe you had a good parent, but they weren't present. They weren't available. They didn't see what was happening to you. So you're starting to put into the system what was missing. Mercy, compassion, um, empathy, kindness, encouragement. And the body starts to release. The brain updates, the subconscious cleans up that memory, it stops controlling you behind the scenes, and then as that comes out of your nervous system, you gently make a new offering to yourself, ah, I'm now choosing, instead of love is scary, that love is safe, that love is a good feeling, that I am lovable, um, you know, and that my body doesn't freak out when someone loves me, it actually just feels warm and good. And you can start to recreate yourself, which is really, really fun. When you realize, it's like, I can update my personality. I can update my behavior. I can update the way I feel. I can, And that actually up, updates the way I look. That mm-hmm. All of that updates the way I choose. Mm-hmm. And then all of that updates what I'm capable of. Oh, my goodness. Can I share a story with you again? Yeah. So... Alexa and I have been doing a lot of tapping sessions because, you know, I have access to Alexa, so I get to choose. So so we, I had this story that I've been telling myself my whole life that I was stupid, that I was only the pretty girl, that I was this and this and this. And what we determined, which is really interesting, is there was this moment in my childhood where I decided to stick a bagel in a VCR. And I wanted to see what would happen because I have a very scientific mind and I like to see what happens when I go from A to B and sure. all of this. So it's like a I toaster. Remember. Exactly. That's what I said. Horizontal toaster. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Course. I'm going to stick it in here. 
And my mother said to me, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. Who does that? And Mm. that led me to believe that I'm stupid, that Mm. I have no intellectual worth in this world. And once I went back to that moment with tapping, it literally changed my whole relationship with my mother. And it also changed my perspective on myself Mm. that I'm not stupid. I just made a decision that a normal child would make because it looks like a dumpster. I want to see what it did. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm stupid. So it's such an interesting perspective shift in just a few moments that can happen. That's so profound. And this is exactly what I was talking about. Um, I'm so glad that you brought that up. It's so these simple little memories that can have a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and and wow, that you update that. And then suddenly you have more access to your intelligence because you're not um, under the limiting belief of I'm stupid or something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to veil that part of your own mind from yourself and your brain fixes itself and you're, you're like, oh, I am a smart person. That was actually a, a move made out of curiosity and exploring the world and figuring out how things work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And a, a sign of my intelligence. It's not. And therefore, like I stopped caring so much about how I looked and how people viewed me mm-hmm. because it wasn't as valuable anymore. I wasn't just the pretty girl anymore. Isn't that amazing? It really is. And I've been to lots of therapy. Lots of therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, and the thing I want to say about that, because I've done a lot of therapy too, and it just wasn't getting me where I needed to go. It it gave me awareness, but it didn't fix it. And that was annoying. Um, And yay for all of us who went to therapy and all of the therapists who may be listening to this now. It's not to put down therapy. It's to say that, when therapists were trained, that's the best they had. So, you know, talking about it shows you where it is. You might even start to analyze it and understand where it came from. But unless love, actual energy of love is put into the exact part of you that's still holding that pain and trauma, it's not going to get rewritten. It's going to continue to malfunction. And then what happens is because you know where it came from, and you, you can actually see it working and you can't stop it, you now have the same trauma plus feeling bad or dumb or helpless on top mm-hmm. of it because you're like, oh, I'm just, it's doing it again and there's nothing I can do. So, you know, with tapping, you can grab yourself in a triggered moment and say, okay, I see the pattern. I know the pattern. Um, and now I'm going to tap instead of just watching it Um, I'm going to actually tap while I have the urge to yell or the fear response of shutting down or the insecure thought. I'm going to tap while I do that. Your body starts to relax because the place of pain is being addressed. And then I'm going to breathe and put a lot of love and compassion there. Or even just acknowledgement, just regular, like, I'm just going to acknowledge this. I can't even love it. I'm just going to be like, yeah, it sucks. It's here. That's enough love to start the process moving. So are you guys ready to explore? Yes. Yay! Very ready. Okay. So I thought that we could do a tap for all the ladies and the cool guys who are listening to this. (laughs) 
on the fear of stepping into our power. Perfect. I find that to be such a hot topic in everybody's life. Anyone who's trying to do more than just survive the moment is looking for a way to feel more whole, more complete, and actually to give what they came to this world to give. And to do that, we have to come into more and more layers of our power. And I'll I'll just say this, that I use this tap on myself all the time. And I've been tapping, I guess, 12 or 13 years. And I'm at the top of my field in this. Why would I still need to do this? Because there's always a new level of what I can do. Mm -hmm. Constantly leveling up. Yeah, if you really you want to keep playing a bigger game, then you're going to keep figuring out how to write about your work or do a podcast. I remember when doing a podcast just, you know, made me shake. Mm. I was so afraid and I had to do a lot of tapping to be able to be recorded and not feel like I needed to write something down and read it. And now it's effortless. Mm. So now it's like, oh, well, now what can I do? Oh, maybe I want to do a TV series. And maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I got to tap on that. Oh, okay, get over yourself. Okay, back. Now I can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, you'll find yourself coming back again and again to use this very simple tap. All right. So um, just letting everyone who's about to try this know um, that EFT – has a lot of different ways uh, it cleans you out. And I call that off-gassing. So you might find yourself off-gassing stored stress from your nervous system as we do this process. It's totally normal. Different people process in different ways and at different paces. Some of us process very gently, very slowly. And that's fine. That's good. It's way better than not doing it at all. And little baby steps get you to the top of the mountain Um, And other people leap and bound. And it just, and sometimes we do it at different paces at different times. Sometimes I'm leaping and bounding, and sometimes I'm like crawling on my hands and knees, and then I'm leaping and bounding. So just be gentle with yourself. Allow yourself to move at the pace that's comfortable for you. Um, As we're tapping, you might find yourself yawning, which is very normal. It doesn't mean you're suddenly tired, it's just a way that. Stored stress is coming out of your nervous system through your breath. So really let yourself yawn. And even if I'm asking you to say the next thing and do the next thing, honor your yawn and then catch up with us. Okay? Um, Laughing, crying, burping, farting, um, shaking, feeling like the room changed temperatures, either got cool or warm, feeling shivers of energy run through your body, having memories flash through your head, getting inspired downloads, having places in your brain that feel like it's just connecting all the dots, um, and feeling a tremendous sense of uh, relief and peace, almost a kind of a semi-psychedelic lucid state can come over you. You might experience all of that. You might experience none of that. Some people feel little pains rolling through their body. These are just old patterns. This is your body unfolding from a state of fear and compression. So we're just going to let it all hang out. We're not going to expect too much, but I did want to prep you in case you had any wild experiences during this chat, that that's normal. And if you have a strong emotional sensation, 
All I want you to do is keep tapping gently and breathing and accepting what's happening. And the more deeply you can accept it, the sooner it will be over. Okay? All right. So would you two like to tap out loud with me while we do this? Sure. Uh, I think yeah. people like to hear that. And I love the added vulnerability that that creates um, for the listener because then they know that they're not alone and that y'all are doing your work. I'm doing my work. We're all going to do our work <laughs> together. We're going to clean this planet up. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded Sounds me of fun. Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just snap my fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, she had a heavy impact on me. Her and Mr. Rogers were my two mentors. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, y'all can use one or two hands. I'm going to do the two-handed approach. But um, if you got a baby on a hip or you're driving a car, or <laughs> you tap at your own under your own advisement if you're driving. But you know, <laughs> we do what we can. All right. So take your hands and find your collarbones on the front of your chest. Put your fingers on your collarbones and then drop down from the collarbones to the front of the chest about four to six inches and press around with your fingertips until you find a tender spot in the front of your chest. It's going to be in the upper or the lower pectoral region, the upper breast tissue. I'm pressing gently around until you're like, ooh, why is that a little bit sore? Once you find it, give it a light massage with your fingertips and a little circular motion and give yourself some deep breaths. Deep cleansing breaths. And now we're going to tune into an issue and I'd like you to pick something around a place that you don't have a lot of power in your life yet, a place where you feel powerless or you're afraid of having more power. Maybe that's around your sexuality. Maybe that's around your finances. Maybe that's around relationships, you know, with a certain individual, like you lose power with your mom or you lose power with your a friend or your boss or somebody. I want to even say you could even use this on being in your power around food, wherever you're feeling like you want to be more in your power. Okay. So everyone pick a subject. I know you're like, I got all those things. So just pick one. You can rewind <laughs> and use this tap again and again. And at the end, I'm going to give you a way to get a bunch of tapping time going for you. So don't panic. Okay, repeating after me, filling in the blank, um, personalizing the session for you, okay? Repeat after me and massaging your chest, even though, even even though. though part of me is afraid of stepping into my power here. Part of, part me, of me is afraid, afraid of stepping into, stepping my, power into my power here. here. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. I'm open, I'm open to, to loving, loving and, and accepting, accepting myself. Now take your two fingers and tap the eyebrows, just at the beginning of the eyebrows where they first get fuzzy. Big, deep breath. The fear of stepping into my power. The fear of stepping into my power. 
slide down the eyebrows, tap on the temples, the side of your eye socket, tune into the fear you have about making the power happen in this area of your life, feeling really in charge, connected, in control, in flow, clear, strong, sexy, honorable, like it's really working. How much fear do you have about having that experience in this area of your life? And I want you to assess that on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being I feel 100% terrified. And I'm going to do this tap with you. Why waste a tap? I'm going to be moving it too. Okay, so you might hear me burping and yawning and all the things right along with you. Tap your cheeks, front of your cheeks, even though I have this fear. Even, even though, though I have, I have this, this fear. fear. About really taking the reins in this part of my life. About, about really, really taking the reins in this, part of, in my this life. part of my life. Tuning in again specifically to what we're talking about as you tap and breathe. I'm tapping under the nose. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. I'm open, I'm to, open loving to loving and loving. accepting myself. So you're tapping under your nose and above your top lip. That little dip right there. Big, deep breath. And sigh. <sighs> Good. It's a strong exhalation with an open mouth, okay? Tapping under the lips on the chin. This fear in my body. This fear, fear in my body. Part of me is terrified of having power here. Part of me I'm is terrified of having power of here. Can you hear that burping? Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> That's my fear coming out. Part of me is terrified of having power here. Part of me is, Part of terrified, me is terrified of having, of power, having here. power here. Big breath. Make some sounds. <sighs> Tapping your chest with one or two hands all over the front of the chest. I've got this fear about. I've got this fear, I have this fear about. about. And then everyone think to yourself what we're talking about. And notice how that like ups the Andy suddenly. I felt like energy in my feet, like, oh, the fear. Oh my gosh, I'm touching it. Okay, tap down to the front of your rib cage, bottom of the ribs, where your ribs stick out the most in front. So it's following your nipple line down to the bottom of the front of the ribs. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. afraid. Big deep breath and just let yourself be terrified for a minute. Big deep breath. <sighs> Woo. Touch it again. Let yourself notice how afraid you are. Keep tapping and breathing. Great. Now you can cross your arms like you're giving yourself a hug and you can tap nipple height side seam of the body, right where your bra strap would go across if you're wearing a bra. And if your boobs are too big, <laughs> mine are too big. So I do the monkey tap. I take the back of my fingers, my knuckles, and I tap kind of like a monkey on the side of my body where my bra would go. Big deep breath. <sighs> this fear. This, this fear. fear. I'm terrified. I'm, I'm terrified. terrified. 
Big deep breath. I can hear Alexa yawning there. It's coming out. Good. Now turn your hand palm up and look down at your wrist and tap on your wrist bone. That's the pinky side of the inside of your wrist. So if you put your finger in your pinky, track it down to your wrist, you're going to land on your wrist bone. Tap on that bone and straight across. Big deep breath. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. That if I took my power back, that if I, took, if I my took my power, my power back, back, what might happen? What might happen? What do you think would happen if you took your power back here? I'm afraid of how it would affect people around me. Mm. What are your fears? I'm afraid, and go ahead and just say out loud, I'm afraid of what? I'm afraid I would lose everyone. Uh huh. Big breath. Tap the side of your thumb. So put your hand like you're going to karate chop something. And look down at the top edge of the side of your thumb and tap right there at the side of your thumbnail. This here. This fear of, and then everyone say what they're afraid of, afraid of how it would affect the people around me. <sighs> Tap your index finger in the same place. We're just going to stair step down the finger, side of the fingernail. This fear in my body. <laughs> this fear in my body. Of how taking my power back would affect what? Taking how my power taking back. my power back would affect, would affect my relationships. <sighs> my relationship with my mom. The way people see me. <clears throat> Let's say it again. Afraid it would affect. Afraid it would affect. How people see me. My relationship with my mother. Big deep breath again. Tap your middle finger. Let's say that same fear again. Part of me is holding back. Part of me is holding back. Part of me is holding back. Because I'm afraid of. Because I'm afraid of how it would affect my relationship. How people would see me. Because I'm afraid of how it would affect my relationship with my mother. Big deep breath. Keep tapping and breathing. Just leaning into this fear with your compassionate attention. Tap the bottom of your fourth finger. So this finger, we're going to flip to the other side. We're going to do the um, edge that's closest to your little finger. The bottom of the ring finger. Big deep breath. This remaining fear in my body. This, this remaining, remaining fear, fear in my body. In my body. Of taking my power back. Taking, my, taking power my power back. And then you can say inside your head in what area we're working on. <sighs> Tap your little finger back to the original edge. So if your hand's like a karate chop position, spread your fingers out, look down at the presenting edge of your little finger and tap right there. 
this fear, this, this fear. fear, that I can still feel where in your body? Where do you feel it? That mm. I can still feel... That I can still feel in my throat. That I can feel in my genitals and feet. Uh. Mm. Uh. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I love okay. your burps, Sonia. They're the best. <laughs> Thanks. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm not the most delicate processor. <laughs> So now we're going to tap the bottom of the side of the hand, right where you would land that karate chop. You're just going to gently tap there. It's safe for me to release this fear. It's safe, safe for, for me, me to release this fear. fear. Even if I've had it for all these years. Even if, if I've, I've had, had it for all, these, for all years. these years. Ugh. Safe for me to release this fear, even if I've had it for all these years. Safe for me to for release me this fear, fear, even if I've even had if it I've for had it all breath. these years. Big breath. Just tuning into how long you've been living like this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <sighs> uh, <sighs> top of the head, this fear that I've had all these years. This fear that I've had all these years. years. I've given my power away in this area. I've given my power power away in this area. And I'm angry at myself for doing that. And I'm I'm angry angry at at myself myself for for doing doing that. that. Tapping all over the head, behind the ears, the top of the skull, the sides of the head, the back of the skull, and breathe. (sighs) Just let yourself acknowledge that you might be pissed at yourself. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed at myself. Are y'all kind of pissed at yourselves? Yep. Yep. Little bitch. Tapping the eyebrows. Part of me is angry at myself. Part of me is angry at myself. Angry at myself. Tap the temples. For letting this happen. For letting this happen. For letting this happen. (laughs) Tap the cheeks. And for letting this go on and on and on. For letting this go on and on and on. Tapping into the nose and breathing. Tapping under the lips. I accept the part of me that's angry. I accept accept the part of me that's angry. angry. Even if I secretly don't. Even if I secretly don't. Even if I secretly don't. (laughs) I don't accept the part of me that's angry. I don't accept accept the part of me that's angry. Tap the chest. I'm pissed at the part of me that's angry. I'm pissed at the part of me that's angry. Big breath. Tap the front of the ribs. A part of me that's angry has been trying to help me look at this. A part of me that's angry has been trying to help me look at this. By making me angry. (laughs) By By making making me angry. And irritated. And And irritated. irritated. Tap the side of the rib cage and breathe. I accept the part of me that's angry. It's been trying to help me. I accept the part of me that's angry that's been trying to help trying me. to help me. So that I could turn around and see what I've been doing to myself. So that I could turn around, turn around and, and see, see what, what I've been doing, doing to myself. 
Mm, big breath, make some sound. <sighs> Tap the inside of the wrist. I love and accept myself. I love, I love and, accept and accept myself. myself. I'm giving myself permission. I'm giving myself permission. To be compassionate with myself. To be, be compassionate, compassionate with, with myself. Big deep breath, tapping the inside of the wrist. And just open your heart. This part of you that's been struggling for so long and not feeling very powerful or strong. Mm. Tap the side of the thumb now. And you can do the same hand or you can switch hands. Big deep breath. Giving yourself some compassion for the struggle and how much it's cost you. Yeah. It's cost me so much energy and time and money. And it's cost me so much energy and time. Time. Money. <sighs> Tap the index finger. I love and respect myself. I love and respect myself. Even though I've spent so much energy and time and money hurting myself this way. Even, even though, though I've spent so much time, so much time energy, energy, and money hurting and myself, hurting this, myself way. this way. Thinking I was protecting myself. Thinking, thinking I was protecting, protecting myself. myself. Big breath, tapping the middle finger, stair-stepping down. What was I trying to protect myself from? What was I trying to protect to myself, protect myself from? from? So thinking again about giving my power away here or not owning my power here. What was I trying to protect myself from? In my case, I was trying to protect myself from unwanted sexual attention. Hmm. Hmm. What was I trying to protect myself? <sighs> Let's say it three times. What was I trying to protect myself from? What was I trying to protect myself from? What was I trying to protect myself from? Big breath and listen for the answer. You get an answer? Yeah. Yep. What was your answer? Loss. Keep, tap- keep tapping while you say it. Rejection. Loss and rejection. Tap the bottom of the fourth finger so we're switching sides. The edge closest to the little finger if you were to put your hands together. So you're just flipping it around, tapping the bottom edge of the ring finger. Even though I was trying to protect myself from, say Even the thing though- again. Even though, Even though I was, I was trying, trying to protect, protect myself from, from rejection, loss, and unwanted sexual energy, I love and accept myself. I, I love, love and accept, and accept myself. myself. Big breath. Tap the inside original edge of the little finger. And if it's too hard to say I love and accept myself, which for many people it is at the beginning, it certainly was for me. You can say, I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Tap the bottom edge, the karate chop landing point. Big deep breath. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. 
open to loving, to and, loving accepting and accepting myself. myself. Even if part of me wants to keep protecting myself. Even if part, Even if part of me wants to keep, to keep protecting myself. In this old way that's not working well. In this old, In this way, old way that's, way not, that's working not working well. well. Big deep breath. <sighs> Good. I'm glad I'm not the only burper on this. <laughs> no, I burp a lot, actually. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right? I just want to say to all of y'all who are listening and tabbing with this, it's not the way you process. It's that you're processing. Some people might be feeling like they're going to pass out right now. Your brain is like going on and off trying to like integrate this. Let it happen, whatever it is. If you feel too woozy, stand up. Keep yourself present. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yawning, burping, crying, tapping, farting, cry, what all? It's all good. Tap the top of the head. Here we go. I'm giving myself permission to release this old survival strategy. Giving, giving myself permission, permission to release, to release this, this old, old survival, survival strategy. strategy. Even if I've had it my whole life or longer. Even, Even if, if I've had, had it my, my whole life or longer. Tapping all over the skull and breathing. The eyebrows, even if I've had it my whole life or longer. Even if I've had it my whole life or longer. Tap the temples and breathe. Tap the front of the cheeks. I love and respect myself. I love and respect, I love and myself. respect myself. Tapping into the nose. Even if I have more tapping to do on this area. Even if, Even I, if have I have more tapping, more tapping to, do, to area, do on this area. I don't have to do it all at once. Don't have to do it, I don't all, have at to do it all at once. Tapping into the lips and breathing. Just giving yourself permission to be where you're at right now. Tap the chest. So just easy does it, Okay. If it takes an hour to clear or if it takes 10 hours to clear, would it be worth clearing this? Yes. Yes. Would it improve the world on some level? Yes. 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 Uh, Fine. (laughs) I hate it. It's making me grumpy. So let's tap down to the front of the ribs. I accept that it makes me feel grumpy to change and grow this way. I accept, I accept that, that it makes me feel grumpy to change, to change and, grow and grow this way. way. And just tune in. See if you've got any resistance to letting yourself undo this lifelong habit. Yes. So much. <laughs> so grumpy. So grumpy. <laughs> Tap the side of the ribs. Even if it pisses me off and scares me. <laughs> Even if, if it, it pisses, pisses me off and scares, and scares me. me. I can give myself permission to open this part of myself up. I give myself permission permission to to open open this part part of myself up. The inside of the wrist. I don't have to do it all in one day. I don't don't have have to do do it all in one day. day. And I'm curious to see what happens as I start. But I'm curious curious to see see what what happens happens as I start. start. Big breath. (sighs) You feel how that eases it? Wait, what was that? I said, do you feel how that eases it, that little oh, baby yeah. step of like, okay, I don't have to do it all now, and I'm curious. You can really get so much traction in your own process just from using the word curious. Because mm. it's playful, and it's light, and it's interested, and we can follow that little interested inner child to greatness. 
Mm. Tapping the side of the thumb. I'm allowing myself. I'm allowing I'm myself. allowing myself. The possibility of healing this completely eventually. The, the possibility, possibility of healing, of healing this healing completely, this eventually. completely eventually. eventually. Yeah, big breath. <sighs> Tap the index finger. I'm allowing myself the possibility. I'm allowing, I'm allowing myself, myself the possibility. possibility. Completely healing this eventually. Of completely, completely healing this eventually. eventually. Big breath. So we're going to wrap it up with imagining what it might feel like. And just your best guess. What would it feel like to have resolution and power in this area of your life and no longer be afraid? Woo! Tap your middle finger. What would that feel like in your body? What if you had already done this and it was done? And it was six months ago that you did it. And you're just sitting here tapping with BB and like, yeah, this is amazing. Mm. How does it feel in your body? Strong. Yeah. Super sexy. Mm. Alive. Mm. Strength in my physical body. Comforting. Mm. tap the bottom of the fourth finger and breathe I allow myself to feel strong and alive and comforted I allow myself, I allow myself to feel to strong, strong and, alive and alive and comforted, and comforted. big breath let's say that again I allow myself to feel strong alive and comforted I allow, I allow myself, myself to feel, feel strong, strong alive, alive, and, and comforted. comforted. To the little finger, let's say it again. I allow myself to feel strong, alive, and comforted. I allow myself, I allow myself to feel strong, strong alive, alive, and comforted. And comforted. Big deep breath. And tap the side of your hand. That karate chop point. So tuning into the issue that we have been working on, this fear of being in my power in this specific way, a specific area of my life. What number of fear would you give it now? What was it before? It was a nine. Uh-huh. You're half done. Mm-hmm. How's that for amazing? <sighs> Just a little bit of love and attention goes a long way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm feeling like I'm down to about, it's vacillating between a three and a half four and I feel myself being like okay okay that's good that's enough mm-hmm. and I can just acknowledge that there's a part of me that's like okay I've like in a yoga pose you're like I'm not going to try to do the splits today I'm just going to get to here <laughs> and then the next time you do it you have a little more range of motion the next time you do it you're like oh my gosh look I can do the splits you know mm-hmm. how did that happen it's like oh I conditioned myself to feel safe to go here grew into it and then it landed mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take forever. 
So tapping the top of the hand, I'm giving myself permission to grow and evolve. I'm giving, giving myself permission, to, permission grow to, to grow and evolve. Tap the eyebrows to allow myself to feel stable and open in this part of my life. To allow, to allow myself, myself to feel stable, stable and open, and open in, this in this part of my life. Tap the cheeks. Coming into my power. Coming into my power. Coming into my power. And normalizing that. And normalizing, normalizing that. that. Okay, tapping into the nose. So I want to differentiate. We all talk about stepping into my power. It's like stepping into your pants. It's like, well, then pull them up and then get to busy, you know, get to work. <laughs> and I want to just step into it. I want to wear these things and own it like a boss. Mm. So tapping into mm. the lips. I'm stepping into my power. I'm stepping, stepping into, into my, my power. power. And allowing it to fit me. And allowing, and allowing it, to, it fit to fit me. And tap your chest, allowing myself to take charge of this part of my life. Allowing, allowing myself, myself to, to take, take charge of this part of, part of my life. life. This is exciting. This, this is exciting. exciting. This is an inspiration. This, this is, is an, an inspiration. inspiration. Tap the front of your ribs. I'm allowing myself to grow. I'm allowing I'm myself, myself to grow. Because it's good for me and everyone else. Because it's, it's good, good for, for me and, and everyone, everyone else. else. Tapping all over the body. <sighs> allowing myself to feel good and calm and powerful. Allowing myself, myself to feel good and calm and powerful. I'm accepting all this new energy. Oh, I'm accepting, accepting all, this, all new this new energy. It'll be fun to see how this plays out. It'll, It'll be, be fun, fun to, to see, see how, how this plays out. out. Mm -hmm. Good. <sighs> wow. I love that. Thank you so much that actually, like, I just – it's so funny because, you know, I tap with myself quite a bit, like, just mini tabs as things come up. And also I'm doing sessions, obviously. But, you know, I think I – this week personally, I got – just like I backed myself into a corner with just feeling so intense and so kind of my fears all popping up very vividly and just um, – and you just reminded me how, you know, the thing that I fell in love with about tapping was that like it makes you realize there's always relief. Like there's always an answer. There's always a – there's a way every time. Mm -hmm. There's a way, especially when you when you think there's no way. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you because you just really reminded me of that in, in like a, the past couple of days when I've really felt kind of backed into a corner in my own mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. I'm forever impressed. I'm still like, this stuff really works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Like yeah. I'm, I'm amazed and delighted. And I still come up against my resistance too. My whole team – uses this to move our work, which is the healing of humanity forward and to move our own fears about what that does and how that looks and what that means and all the things. And then, you know, keep softening and strengthening at the same time. And pretty soon it just becomes this fun game of like, how good can I stand it? Mm -hmm. mm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sonia. That was just, um, that was awesome. And I hope I know the listeners loved it as well. So um, 
Yeah. Do you want to talk about how more about how people can do more of this with you or learn how to do this? I know people will be interested. Yeah. So there's three ways. First of all, join the world tapping circle. Mm. It's um, 27 bucks a month. So it comes out to be like 675 a session. I don't know where you can get therapy this effective for $6 and 75 cents. An amazing resource. Even <laughs> I, I met, I wrote in the private group like a couple months ago because I keep rediscovering for myself how much of an amazing resource it is. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've done it too. And I actually loved, loved it because it's so convenient because it's on your schedule. You can go back and do the taps that are already recorded. Um, going to hop on the I love tapping train real fast um but it, it's really convenient and easy and um it's nice to do the live ones too because it's very similar to this mm-hmm. it is that's all I'm doing you know is um give, guiding people through kind of a, a mad libs version of an EFT session mm-hmm. so whether you get a private session um which is obviously great because it's very customizable where you do the plug and play version um, on the tapping circle. I like it too, because people can't always get a, an appointment for a session or therapy at two o'clock in the morning when they're freaking out or, you know, when they just got some terrible news, they need that attention right then and there. And it also helps you develop a personal practice. Like Alexa was talking about, she does these little micro taps throughout the day and you can do a lot with your life if you don't tank every couple of hours because someone says boo to you, you know, (laughs) you can really keep yourself on track and keep moving it through and be like, okay, I'm rolling with it. I'm not going to trade my piece for this. We're going to keep making good decisions. And you know, you have enough good days in a row and pretty soon you have an amazing life. Mm. And, you know, it's not about not getting off track. It's about how quickly do you get back on track? Yeah. You know, step off your path. Great. You can be off for a couple of hours, but let's not stay off of it for weeks or months or years. Mm. Just Absolutely. redirect and just course correct these little micro corrections. So the World Tapping Circle, you can find it at worldtappingcircle.com. Tapping is spelled with two P's, otherwise it's taping. <laughs> um, worldtappingcircle.com, and we're rolling out a beautiful, fresh new website here really soon. So that's going to be exciting for me. I've spent about three months working on it and a brand new user experience. So I'm super excited for people to see the love and care and beauty that we've put into that. Um, there, for people who want to understand how tapping works and become really, really good at self-tapping like Alexa, um, you would jump into the online course that I have, which can be found at soniasofia.us. I'll spell that for you. It's S-O-N-Y-A, Sonia with a Y, Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, dot us, soniasofia.us. And if you look under courses and trainings, you'll see all the courses I offer. And the one I'm talking about is the um, beginning through intermediate online course. And it comes with a year of the Tapping uh, Circle subscription. Also, can I I just interject and say that – Doing that course was one of the funnest things I've ever I, – I loved every part of that course. Like I thought it was so well put together. I just enjoy. I looked forward to doing it. The, every time I, I checked back in to do more work, it was like 
I just love it. I thought it was like the most fun course I've ever done. So um, definitely, definitely if you're interested, check it out because not only are you learning something amazing, but you're learning other things as well just about us as humans and how our emotions work and how everything's connected. And I just – I think you did such an amazing job with that creating that course. So – just want to oh, thank you. Thank you, Alexa. I want it to be easy on the eyes and really easy to understand. Most of it's video. Um, there's very little reading. It's either listening or watching and really manageable bite-sized pieces. And, you know, as we were doing this recording, I was like, I should put this in the course. I think that would be useful for people who are new to tapping. To That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll give you the file if you want. I would love it. So you can either join the Tapping Circle or do the online course and get a year subscription to the Tapping Circle. And then the big package is get trained like Alexa did, which includes the Tapping Circle subscription for a year, includes the online course and 10 days live with me and Team Love in person where we will take you all the way through the process of becoming a practitioner and you will learn how to give kick-ass sessions like Alexa does. And it's something that you can turn around and not only do this incredible deep cleanse on your own psyche, but you can become really good at helping other people through what they need help with, whether you do it on a professional level or you just want to help friends and family or you want to do it to you know, as a, as a parenting skill, it's an amazing thing to learn how to do. And the training is so fun. We do a lot of aesthetic dance and we do yoga and meditation and we eat organically. And we're out in the countryside. We're drinking fresh, deep, clean well water. And it's 10 days, but it feels like it, it lasts about a year because you have so many incredible experiences in such a short period of time. Yep. It's amazing. I, as I mentioned, I reference it so much. I, I, I always <laughs> preface it. I'm like, I'm sorry if you're sick of hearing me talk about this for the 900th time, but just deal with it because it's going to come up a million times. But this, that retreat was, um, yeah. The, the space is so amazing. The people are amazing, and you know, it's a very special retreat when people have been back like three to four times, like several people have been back two to three to four times. So um, yes, would highly, highly recommend um, that if anyone is is feeling called. Great. Well, that information can also be found on soniasofia.us. And we do have two of those a year at this time, looking to do maybe three a year because we're getting so many people interested that we're starting a waiting list for a third one. So Um, as of this recording, we have some early bird slots left and I would love to give those to your listeners because it's a $500 discount and your training includes all your food and lodging as well. So I try to keep it affordable. We have good payment plans. So if you're feeling called, we want to make it happen for you. Um, Because if you're feeling called, it's because you have something big and beautiful to do. And we are the right people to support you to get all the way through and gift it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when is the retreat? This retreat that I'm talking about is June 7th to the 16th. And that's June 7th to the 16th, 2019. And where is it located? This is right outside of Austin. So if you're coming in from out of town, you'd fly into Austin, Texas. 
Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we will um, we will put that information in the show notes. We'll put all of your information in the show notes. So anyone who um, is interested in any of these things, just go to the show notes and we will have the links in there and Sonia's email in there and everything in there for you. All right, sweet loves. Well, what a pleasure. I'd love to be on your show again. So please invite me back. We can Absolutely. tap on other things. Absolutely. We loved having you here. Thank you so much, Sonia, for taking the time and just sharing all of your amazing, insightful wisdom. Just hearing you talk, I think, is healing in itself. Um, So thank you. And we love you and bless you. (laughs) Thank you. Love you too, honey. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye, loves. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 